Good morning, 710 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. And question for you, 437-1620, what do you think about this newly expanded obligation to fill out the Form 6? You know, previously, as you've heard us reporting, and Channel 3 did good reporting on this and talking to Casey Jones, city councilman, about this, the... um. The Form 6 is the one that requires you to disclose all your financial dealings, net worth, 401k, personal assets, and anything, any liability over $1,000. So uh, it's been, you know, statewide, you know, representatives and senators and the governor and school board members and county commissioners have had to do this for years to know where their money is so you know where their voting might be affected by where their money is, right, is kind of the premise behind it. It's now a requirement for everybody who's an elected official. So that would have expanded this to what? I mean, I I apologize. I haven't gone back to read the legislation, but the reporting is every elected official. So I'm assuming the sheriff and I'm assuming that the mayor and I'm assuming that the uh, city council, certainly I know that part, but ECUA, like everybody, you know, has to report their financial information. I was uh, talking briefly with Mike Wiggins about this yesterday before he did the garden line. And he has concerns about this because he's like, look, people already don't want to run for office. I know I know a lot of people who would be good at elected office, but they already don't want to run because, number one, the pay cut. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know a lot of these jobs can be done part-time. I mean, some of our county commissioners, city councilmen do it that way. But still, you know, your regular job is a full-time job adding city council on top of that. You know, it's right. That's one problem, barrier to entry. Uh, a lot of people don't want to go through the challenge of the – current state of dirt and messiness that it is i i wouldn't want to i mean i don't get me wrong i i would if if you could separate it out from all of that i still wouldn't run because i'd have to give up my job to run but i'd be more willing to consider it but i know a lot of people who would be willing to be in public office public service and who aren't willing to go through all of the crazy mess that involves running and the lies and the allegations and the smears and all of that, right? The character assassination that takes place these days. I mean, that would be, uh, you know, that would be one part of it. But also now you got to tell everybody where all your money is. Well, you know, I just wanted to run for city council. (laughs) I just wanted to help work on graffiti and potholes, you know, and now you got to know every part of my, so I can see why that would be a discouragement. No, on the other hand, on the other hand, I, I get that this is how you maintain an awareness of what people own and where they might have conflicts of interest and especially liabilities. You know, if somebody's got a big debt somewhere, you might that might matter to you. And, of course, we require people to report the donations that are given to them for political office. I agree with that. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn, frankly. I feel myself torn on this because I think some people assume that there's all of this nefarious dealing that goes on in the world. And. I don't know how much of that there really is. There, there's certainly some. I think the kind of the nefarious dealing is just that people are petty and mean and bad faith and do things for what aren't justifiable reasons. In my experience in following local government, it's, you know, people always want to say, well, they're in the pocket of the developers. I, I mean, maybe. I just think people disagree. Or they just make bad choices. Or... They're doing it for, again, some. if there is a kind of corruption angle, it's not corruption per se. It's just like bad character, but it's not about making money. 437-1620, somebody texts in and says, $1,000 is too low. Uh, the loan you take out for your refrigerator <laughs> seems a bit excessive, right? Because, you know, fridges can be a lot. A TV, right? Your 
dishwasher or your uh, your laundry, right? I mean, that's a that's a pretty low threshold for disclosing a debt. But um, you know, I don't know. I, again, I find myself torn. I just feel like that might be a little bit too much. It might be too much for these lower level offices that already we have trouble finding people, good quality people, to run for these offices. You know, it's not like there's 10 people beating down the door to become your next city council member in any particular district. You know, look at Milton. It's like every time we got to, you know, the, the Sherry Sebastio is now on her third term as somebody who got appointed because somebody else quit. And you add one more thing to the pot of reasons that people might quit and that, you know, or don't want to run in the first place. And it just seems, I don't know, seems like too much. So I, I agree with the concern. But I also uh, wonder if it isn't like too many hurdles, basically, to getting people involved in public office. 437-1620, Jake, Scott, traffic on the fives. Well, crews are still on the scene at North W Street and Beverly Parkway. A vehicle crash there earlier had the road blocked, but we do have traffic slowly filtering through that intersection. But if you can avoid it for at least the next hour or so while crews get the vehicles out of the roadway, uh, you'll, you'll be better off if you can get around that at least for the next hour. East Burgess Road in front of West Florida High School. We have utility crews along that road there uh, replacing utility poles. Uh, Luckily, the school is not in session this morning, so it shouldn't be too bad of a tie up there. If you're headed out of Milton through Pace this morning on Highway 90, no accidents reported. Highway 98 through Navarre and Gulf Breeze is flowing smoothly east and westbound. And it looks like Highway 29 south through Cantonment is running as well. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Hey, if you are 64 years old turning 65, you're going to make a change in your insurance. You're going to go from, you know, private company-based probably insurance that you've had pretty much for your whole life, and you're going to switch over onto Medicare, and that might seem a little scary to you because it's a new thing. It's different. It's, you know, government-provided, basically, as opposed to private. Okay, great. You've got questions. You want to know what supplement is, advantages, you know, does Medicaid apply to you, prescription drug, all that. Ricky Stewart Insurance. She's a good friend. I've known her as long as we've lived here. She is a super sweetheart. Her whole family does insurance. This is the slice of it that she does. Just call her. She's helped so many other people like you who listen to this show that have called her and, oh, man, this is actually really easy, even though it can seem like a little bit of apprehension about it. No big deal. 341-2185 for Ricky Stewart Insurance. Here's today's Strength for Life. Winning at life is a scriptural concept. Run that you may obtain speaks of winning. Run in such a way that you avoid being a castaway. We should run like Paul, not Demas. Paul fought a good fight, finished his course, and kept the faith, and henceforth there's laid up for him a crown of righteousness. However, Demas forsook his friend and his faith, having loved this present world. Paul was a winner, but Demas was a castaway. So what's the key to winning at life? The Bible says it's temperance, self-control. It's not asceticism, religious self-effort, but it is spirit-enabled self-control. Temperance is a fruit of the spirit. It's allowing your position in Christ to determine your pursuits. So avoid being a castaway by biblically regulating each area of your life, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, verbally. Control yourself for God's glory. Spirit-filled self-control is the key to winning at life. For more Strength for Life, check out our website at strengthforlife.church. Hi, this is Earl Ron. At New South Window, we bring the factory to you. Our windows and doors are made with quality in mind, and your products and installation are backed by our lifetime warranty. That's because New South Window knows the importance of single source accountability. We believe in removing the middleman so you get more for your money. This is real factory direct. One company, one call. 
guaranteed for life. Get New South Proud. Buy two of our products and get the third free. Visit NewSouthWindow.com. Join the Great Southern Restaurant Group, home to the Fish House, Atlas Oyster House, Jackson's, Angelina's, and Five Sisters, today on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 9. They'll be talking about Atlas Beverage Class, Winter Restaurant Week, Valentine's Day, Pensacon, and other fun things you won't want to miss. That's all today at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Great Southern Restaurants. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknight 7 to 10, before WEAR TV News on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. I believe in the Church of Baseball. I've tried all the major religions and most of the minor ones, and the only church that truly feeds the soul day in, day out is the Church of Baseball. Good morning, 720 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. And no, I don't agree with her, but uh, it is a good clip from Bull Durham. Uh, 720 on News Radio. I mean, I do agree in the Church of Baseball, but not that it's the only church that satisfies. 437 1620. A um, couple of different texts in here on this issue of reporting to your Form 6 for all your elected officials, by the way. Um, now, you know, kind of the expansion of that. And, uh, you know, uh, somebody here says um, licenses and trusts. Might be set up soon for some folks, as in to avoid having to report that you personally own the things. That'd be interesting. Uh, somebody else says, um, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about the people who are averse to this because the kind of people who might want to not disclose their finances seem like exactly the kind of people you need to look out for. Yeah, I understand. I do understand that argument. Um, I'm just not I'm not sure how much it solves. It seems like, you know, if you're going to be crafty, you're going to find a way to be crafty. And it doesn't mean that you give up and don't try to avoid people being, you know, bad stewards of money uh, and their their government uh, power. But it does seem like maybe somebody who's really interested in underhanded dealing financially and political influence peddling, um, they might find a different way to do it than just this reporting of their own personal ass. I don't know. Just it feels like more false assurance and also a barrier to entry than it does like an actual solution to the problem to me anyway. 721 News Radio 92.3. We've got David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? One second here. My screen is freezing up on me. Oh, no worries. If you need to punt, we'll come back to you a little bit. All right. No, there we go. All I right. got it to work. Uh, large delegation of Republican lawmakers are in Texas today to uh, get a firsthand look at the southern border. House Speaker Mike Johnson leading that group about, of about 60 there in Eagle Pass, Texas. Former President Trump has filed an appeal. He's trying to get his name back on Maine's presidential primary ballot. Secretary of State Shanna Bellows, of course, removed that name last week. And uh, Trump's appeal says that uh, she was biased against him. SpaceX, with a big launch for the first of the year, Falcon 9 rocket launched on Tuesday night. Uh, They launched from California at the Vandenberg Space Force Base. Uh, This launch featured six first-of-their-kind satellites with direct-to-sell capabilities. 
Vandenberg Space Force Base still sounds fake to me. <laughs> it does, doesn't <laughs> it? That does not sound like a real thing to me. Uh, not yet, anyway. So, okay. Four, three. I'm not saying it is. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm apologizing for my reaction that I have uh, to that particular piece of information. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Oh, um, in in news that'll probably drive you a little bit crazy, so I guess I should apologize a little bit for it. Uh, but, you know, here it goes. I'm just trying to tell you what's going on in the world. So uh, USA Boxing has made a decision about transgender women. That's born men, biological men who identify as women. And it says, sure, they can go ahead and fight in the women's categories under certain restrictions. Right under certain restrictions, they say the boxer identifies as female and has completed gender reassignment surgery. The boxer has undergone court. Is that full, top and bottom? I mean, I don't know what's required. Uh, you know, I guess both, presumably. Uh, the fighter has undergone quarterly hormone testing and gives the organization documentation of hormone levels for a minimum of four years. And the fighter's testosterone levels have been below five nanomoles per liter for 48 months before their first fight. Total testosterone level remained below five nanometers, um, same threshold, during their eligibility to compete against females, and the conditions will be monitored and tested at the fighter's expense with a 12-month suspension for failing to meet the standards. You might not be surprised to find out that some female boxing champions are not super positive about this. Uh, Ebane Bridges, these are names I do not know. I do not follow female boxing. Uh, Ebane Bridges, uh, outspoken about it, and a former IBF bantamweight champion, said on Twitter, I'm not calling it X, I never will. Uh, This is wrong on so many levels, I will never agree to this. It's bad enough having trans women breaking records in other sports like track and field, swimming and powerlifting, but it's a bit different to them breaking our skulls in combat sports where the aim is to hurt you, all caps not just break a record. Whoever think it's wrong in all sports, I have nothing against trans, but can't be skewing the line in sports. You don't see reference or debates for trans men in sports because it's not a threat. And uh, somebody says, um, I think it's the same person writing, it ain't just about the testosterone levels, what about their bone density and the heap of other biological factors. Um, Cutting off, I don't want to read the next part, won't take back the masculine maturity your body has gone through before you decided that you're now a woman. Yeah, I mean... Just plain height, right? Physical structure. Male bodies develop differently. And that developmental difference is obvious when you look at some of the transgender athletes that, for example, runners running against women. You can tell. That's a dude. That person clearly has biological advantages for having been born male, regardless of what's under the hood right now. You know? And so it is a fundamental difference to say okay we don't believe that men and women should have to compete against each other because we create women's sports in order to protect them to have a domain in which they can compete only against women because that's fair this is no longer a question of fairness this is a question of safety women hurting women is not my favorite sport men hurting men is not my favorite sport but i don't mind it so much and sometimes enjoy it Women hurting women in boxing and mixed martial arts has always struck me as a bit of an odd one to be a fan of. To be just, I'll just tell you, me personally, um, I don't think it's horrible. I don't like it particularly. Just the idea of watching women get beat up does not ever entertain me. Never. Then now you're going to watch women get beat up by men who say they're women, even if their bodies currently show under certain parameters that they're more woman-like than most men? No. 
You're literally watching biological males beat on biological females as a sport. No. Come on, this, this is absurd. This is what your commitment to gender anarchy has brought us to in this country? 726 on News Radio 923. Sorry, I do get a bit strident on this topic because it's just it's hard to believe there are people who have grown up around, you know, thinking and evidence and reason at all and come to this conclusion. It's just hard to believe. Of course, it goes back to the thing I've been mentioning all day long, which is that more information won't necessarily get people out of their crazy ideas. People can still be very well educated and believe in crazy things. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Well, crews are still on the scene clearing the roadway at North W Street and Beverly Parkway. There was a vehicle crash there earlier. Um, crews have been on the scene all morning at the intersection is flowing. There is some traffic flowing through there, but it is going to be limited probably down to one lane in all directions for at least another hour or so while crews get that cleared up. Also, keep in mind East Burgess Road today in front of West Florida High School. Utility crews will be replacing utility poles in that area, but school is not in session this morning, so it shouldn't cause too much of a tie-up in that area. If you're headed out of Milton through Pace this morning on Highway 90, no accidents reported, and Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. Also here in town, looks like uh, Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway, and Summit Boulevard is also not showing anything. If you see anything out there slowing you down, always let us know. Call or text 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. And when I say words like BMW, Porsche, Mercedes-Benz, Audi Genesis, Jaguar, Lexus, you think of nice cars, good cars you pay more for because they're high quality. And uh, you think those imports are specialty products, therefore only the dealership can work on them. That's not true. That's not true. Uh, Bobby Likas Auto Service, they, works on, they work on these cars all the time. So, for example, if you you know, you bought your Porsche in Destin or you bought your, um, your Lexus or whatever, you bought it somewhere in, I mean, Mobile, whatever, you do not have to drive it over there in order to get it serviced, which means the extra time, the extra cost of the gas, and, of course, the extra cost of the dealership. Service it here. Bobby Likas, they take care of them, like I said, all the time. No problem. Uh, they work on anything. You know, obviously, they work on domestics, too. They work on diesel engines, gas engines, whatever it is. If it runs on four wheels or six or two or whatever, take it to Bobby Likas. They work on these things all the time. Carclinicservice.com is their website name. Stop by, make an appointment, whichever way you want to approach it, on Davis Highway. 729 on News Radio 92.3. Um, oh, did you happen to catch... <laughs> I- I will not dwell on this particular story, but I think it's a funny one. Uh, there's a scandal over nudity on TV in America again. The um, <laughs> the Sugar Bowl. Somebody decided that the good idea for comebackers, you know, bring, bringing you back to the programming of the football game from commercial break, the good idea would be to go do live shots of Bourbon Street oh. at night. Oh, no. In the winter. <laughs> so... Sure enough, one of the returns had the cameraman walking down the street, Bourbon Street. Uh oh. Oh. And um now it's not it's not what you would describe as the kind of thing where you wanna go watch and be like, it wasn't that, but it was this woman had clearly not this is not her first rodeo. <laughs> she was a pro. <laughs> and it was um I mean, it's just there. I don't know what to tell you. It's um you can't yeah. unsee it. It's you can't no you can't, you can't unsee you can't that. Unsee it. She's basically this woman was on the street and she was talking to somebody up on a balcony and she was like bloop, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh well. You Poor know. TV people. <laughs>
Who decides to run live video off Bourbon Street at night back to a football game? I mean, you were asking for it. Oh, we're so sorry. We didn't mean it. Maybe record that and play it later when you've had a chance to look at it. I'm CJ Papa. More legal problems for New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez in alleged scheme with Cutter. Now the Menendez charges are bribery, honest services fraud, and extortion. The Menendez legal team pushing back this morning. They say the government's new allegations stink of desperation. Fox's Peter Ducey, Nikki Haley on the stump in New Hampshire today. Her presidential campaign says they brought in $24 million during the October to December 4th quarter of fundraising. That's doubled the $11 million raised in the third quarter, New Hampshire's primary, January 23rd. We know she'll be on Maine's primary ballot March 5th, still to be decided for Donald Trump. The Democratic Secretary of State Maine kicked him off the ballot. Now he's appealing that move to Maine's highest court. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, News Radio 923 at 731. Right now, 40 degrees and rainy around the area. Police in Gulf Shores say a couple from Georgia were arrested after a domestic-related shooting that happened early this week on New Year's Day. This happened at the Crystal Towers condo. Investigators there say a man had been shot in the foot. Witnesses said an argument between two family members turned physical, escalated, and uh, turned into a shooting. Both people faced charges related to the incident. Uh, 39-year-old John Savage is charged with third-degree domestic violence. 42-year-old Mary Ann Savage charged with second-degree domestic violence in the case. One local lawmaker hoping to lead the effort that could keep Florida businesses from being able to go completely cashless. When you look at all the communities that potentially could be affected by major businesses going to cashless, uh, you're potentially uh, ostracizing a sizable part of our society. That's State Representative Joel Rudman. He talked with Channel 3. He's co-sponsoring House Bill 35. It would require businesses to allow cash as a form of payment. There are exceptions in the proposal, including customers that want to pay with large bills or transactions that were done online or over the phone. The Santa Rosa County business owner being sued by Commissioner Sam Parker, now hinting that a spat with local attorney and state representative Alex Andrade may have played a part in that lawsuit. About about two months ago, and I threatened to run against him for a seat. Well, just so happens the law firm that is representing Mr. Parker here is Alex Andrade's law firm. Huh. Wow, good way to shut up your competition, huh? While the firm Moore, Hill, and Westmoreland did file the lawsuit against Chris Smith and Gulf Coast Gun and Outdoors, Andrade tells News Radio he's not involved in that lawsuit. And he says anybody is welcome to run against him. Attorney Eric Mead filed the lawsuit. Parker is seeking $30,000 in damages, saying a cardboard cutout the shop has been using of him is derogatory and an unauthorized use of name, image, or likeness. Well, with the uh, 2024 Florida legislative session now only a week away, state lawmakers gearing up to tackle a lot of different issues, and one of those will be the state homeowner homeowner's insurance market which, of course, has been a long-standing issue here in Florida. Florida homeowners reportedly pay more than triple the national average to insure their homes. Lawmakers looking at how available money could be used to bring those costs down. One possibility would be using money left over from the Florida Optional Reassistance Insurance Program, 
that was funded over a year ago. Because if they use it, they'll, that, they'll have a savings that they'll have to pass on to consumers. Uh, State Senator Alex Andrade there, and he tells Channel 3 there's several things driving up costs around the state. Of course, hurricanes, litigation costs, and uh, costs for actual losses to insurance companies as well. Again, he's looking at what can be done during the upcoming legislative session, which will start next week. 735 at News Radio 92.3, and let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing out there? Uh, not too much this morning. It's a little wet out there, so just use caution. If you can leave a little bit earlier this morning, please do so. It's uh, it's going to be a wet one. North W Street at Beverly Parkway, we have a vehicle crash from earlier still being cleared up by crews on the scene. If you can avoid that intersection for the next hour or so, do that because it's, it's going to be at least another hour or two before they get that fully open. East Burgess Road in front of West Florida High School, utility crews will be on that stretch of, of road there this morning replacing the utility poles. Uh, West Florida High School is not in session today, so it shouldn't cause too much of a tie-up for you. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. No slowdowns on Cervantes, and Bayfront Parkway is checking in without delays. I-110 and 10 are at posted speeds, and it looks like Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. No problems there. If you do see anything out there slowing you down, let us know. Call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. It is going to be a wet day today with a 100% chance of showers. Temperatures near 51 degrees for your high. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping into 35 degrees. For Thursday, sunshine returns. Sunny skies with a high near 55. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 40 degrees. For Friday, mostly sunny for the first half of the day with a high near 64. Rain chances moving in late Friday evening. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, 40 in Pensacola, 44 in Gulf Breeze, 40 in Milton, your next news at 8 o'clock and breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 923. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Valley Meats has recalled nearly 6,800 pounds of uncooked beef patties and ground beef after possibly being tainted by a strain of E. coli. The Food Safety and Inspection Service has described the strain as a potentially deadly bacterium. The FSIS says the potentially affected ground beef and patties have not resulted in any known adverse effects thus far. Mortgage demand was down 9.5% for the final week of 2023, despite lower interest rates. The results include adjustments for the holidays. The average rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage ended the year at 6.76%, lower than two weeks ago, but higher than a week ago. Applications to refinance a home, however, ended the year 15% higher than the same period a year ago. And on Wall Street, futures are slightly lower. Yesterday, the Dow Industrials were up 25, the NASDAQ down 245, and the S&P 500 down 27. That's your money now. Are you a fan of all things Florida? Then the Fresh from Florida Club should be on your menu. Search and save your favorite recipes, create custom menus, and get all your cooking questions answered by me, Florida's culinary ambassador, Chef Justin, for free. It's easy to sign up, and best of all, you'll be supporting Florida's farmers, ranchers, and fishermen. Join today at FreshFromFlorida.com. A message from the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. 
Learn more at vfw.org. Ready for intelligent and thought-provoking conversation? Tune in to the Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola weekdays from two till four p.m. on ninety-two point three, ninety-five point three, and AM sixteen twenty. Guy Benson, the brilliant and charismatic host, brings you a fresh perspective on the biggest stories of the day. Guy keeps you engaged and informed. Don't miss out on the intellectual thrill ride. Tune in to the Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola from two till four p.m. It's the show that'll challenge your thinking and leave you wanting more on News Radio Pensacola. our very best effort to get our buttons crossed up. <laughs> it just does happen. No big deal. Uh, that is typically our West Moreno music, but yeah, I That's love it for DC Reeves. We'll, we'll surprise DC with a, um, you know, not playing DC talk this time. Uh, I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News, and I do want to play a sound clip for you, though, before we get DC on here. Um, and here's my trigger warning. It is Sherry Myers, who has a very distinct voice, so here goes. What you need to do is hire your own attorney, as you are required to do under the charter. And also, I think you should raise this issue of why you have been operating this long without a city attorney. Okay, without siding with tone on uh, Sherry, I do agree with the question, which is that we are in the city of Pensacola without a full-time uh, city attorney. And we'll ask Mayor D.C. Reeves about that. Mayor Reeves, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. A happy New Year to you, sir. Welcome back. Yeah, happy New Year. I don't know. Am I allowed to begin without my music? My walk up music? Or is it okay? If you if you feel comfortable continuing without the musical intro, you may, sir. What uh, what's what's your thought right, about the right. uh, the city attorney situation? Yeah, so we actually are, had a little progress uh, in in the last few weeks. Uh, just had an interview. Um, I guess what I can say is you know, we expect there to be some movement on that uh, in the, in the coming days. That's probably the extent of what I can tell you. But uh, but to answer the bigger philosophical question. Uh, it's an extremely important hire, and it's not one that uh, because there's it's been longer than we want it to to have it filled uh, that we uh, that we would just rush into a decision. I, it's too important. And to to um, to Councilwoman Meyer's point, um, you know, look, I, I think number one, Begden Lane and John Daniel have done a great job, uh, you know, helping us with a lot of major projects that we've had to move forward. Um, but you know, I, I think really bigger than that, this is not from a position in a culture of adversarial, uh, an adversarial nature where, you know, perhaps in some of the councils she was on was treated a little bit more that way. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, I think we've got to, uh, you know, look at it as, uh, this is a collaborative effort, not one, one, a city attorney versus a council attorney, but this is a city attorney that works for all of us. And, um, that's the way that it's, that, that we've been able to uh, handle it. Okay. Uh, and so I far, think that is, that, and that is true forward. of past, you know, relationships between the council and the city attorney. Um, I think that has probably gotten a little bit better over the course of time, but uh, it's good to hear that your, your aim is not to get the, you know, the mayor's city attorney, but to get a city attorney that's really going to work on behalf of the entire city and work collaboratively, as you rightly say. Um, that basically city council and you have been working together much more efficiently and collaboratively, collegially, I would say, than, than, than past administrations have turned out to do. Whether that's the mayor's responsibility or the city council's responsibility, I don't care, but at the moment it seems to be better. Um, I also just wanted to give you a chance. We forgot to do this the last time you are. It was my fault. It was on our agenda, and I just forgot. 
in, and I don't want to forget again, that's why I'm doing it early. If people still have Christmas trees, where should they take them? Well, now you're going to see if I, while I'm in my car, if I uh, can memorize all four. <laughs> we do have four locations. Uh, 2759 North Palafox, where our recycling center is, uh-huh. uh, that, that is one. And then also <laughs> Maxwell Street under I-110 uh, overpass there, Maxwell and Hain. Uh, that area I know is another. We've got two other locations um, out there that I won't be able to rattle off the address, but um, but we have four in total, and they're on our website, uh, citypenscool.com. So um, I, I'm going to be back in the office here in a minute, and I'm going to see what our recycling drop-off was. I'm expecting a record weekend with Amazon boxes and Christmas trees. Um, yeah, you know, coming up here uh, this coming uh, or this past Saturday, and probably this coming Saturday as well. And and just as a side note to the tree recycling thing, in the past, historically, I haven't gone to look on their pages this morning, but in the past, you could always take it to the zoo also, either one of the zoos that are kind of serve our area. They are always uh, willing to give munchies to the animals. Uh, is that true still, Jake? Your, your wife actually works at the zoo? Uh, I'll text my wife right now. I'm I actually texting with her. We'll historically, see about it's that. always been true. I assume it is still true today. Uh, speaking of recycling, Mr. Mayor, um, where are we at? You know, I mean... I've heard reports that some of the stations are like overflowing, like the one along Summit, um, the, you know, by the airport. That that one's, uh, you know, kind of a problem. But you tell me, is this is the current system really yeah. working, or where are we in getting a curbside back on track? Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. And actually, Summit is another uh, Summit Recycling is another drop off location for trees that, that jogged my memory. Um, so uh, yeah, where we are, uh, number one, we've been real pleased with what's happened with the Saturday drop-offs. Uh, and as a matter of fact, we're getting enough volume that we're even talking to nearby recyclers about coming and picking that stuff up. You know, um, uh, there's actually a recycling, uh, scrap recycling next door uh, to our transfer station. Um, so we've had those conversations. We, we've also had some with, uh, with some third parties. We're waiting on you know, one other uh, bit of feedback from a third party about the potential cost of curbside. Okay. Um, one of the biggest hurdles we run into is the same hurdle that we have, which is equipment and manpower, right? It, it, to have a third loop, if we were to decide to do it ourselves, that's why that's not feasible because, I mean, it's about a 36-month wait to get a garbage truck, period, uh, you know, including a replacement right now. Yeah. Um, and so that's the, so, so everyone's got the issues, but what we're hoping is that the, some of these third parties that have the scale of a large business, you know, think of waste management or a, a commercial uh, sanitation company may have that uh you know have the ability to do that um, so we continue to have those conversations yeah and then and then lastly what uh yes it, it kind of an interesting evolution to this experiment is uh the summit boulevard recycling drop-off was the most it was more contaminated than the curbside uh, before we took it away now the, the contamination has gone down because the people who care about recycling are bringing it to huh. the summit to be make sure that that's their opportunity so that wasn't the plan but, I mean, that's one bit of good news is that now it's actually being used not as a um, a, a couch drop-off facility, uh, but now actually as a recycling drop-off facility. And so what one conversation we're having is to potentially expand uh, a, a, a drop-off, assisted drop-off to Summit uh, at some point in the near future. So we would have two locations. We would have Palafox and the Summit location um, that we're now we're, – we're actually picking that one up multiple times a day. So, you know, when we when we give you those numbers, that's just from Palafox. That's not counting Summit. Um, but we're actually seeing those numbers increase. So, um, so like I've said from the beginning, we're trying to attack this issue on all fronts, uh, not just sit around and wait. And so there could be a combination of both. It could be a curbside and a, 
and expansion of, of drop-offs. So, well, let me let me uh, so let me run a theory. Progress, I know. propose a theory on this. We're yeah. going to need to take, to take a break for traffic, but I have a theory about this. We'll come back with that in just a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. All right, we're looking good out there on the roadways. Nothing really major to tell you about. We did have that accident from earlier at North W street and beverly parkway a vehicle crash there earlier still being cleared up crews are on the scene also if you're going by east burgess road in front of west florida high school this morning just keep in mind that utility crews will have that down to probably one lane everything else around town is looking good if you see anything out there let us know 437-1620 i'm jake walker traffic on the fives thanks so much jake back to um, mayor dc Reed, city of pensacola talking about how requiring people to go to the drop-offs in order to do their recycling has actually decreased the level of can- contamination like at Summit. My theory is that um, the inconvenience of it se- selects out the people who aren't going to do it right, and only the people who are going to do it right are going to participate, kind of like you had mentioned where if you put a cost in there, maybe it, you know people who aren't going to do it right won't do it either. Uh, weird, though, I hate to say it. I hate to penalize the people who want to do recycling by making it harder for them to do it, but Making it harder for them to do it means we only get the ones who are actually going to do it right, seems. Well, no, that, you summarized my thoughts perfectly. It, <laughs> it, and exactly. You hate that the, somebody who wants to do it right has to pay some kind of fee, be it financial or time, or wise, time yeah. bandwidth. You know, you hate that, you know, but you'd rather it be the opposite, right? That it's more convenient for the people doing it the right way. Unfortunately, how our world works is, uh, and we now we've seen it <laughs> prove out, is that some has never been less contaminated since we took away curbside. And it's exactly that. I think it's dedicated Pensacolians who, who care enough about the environment and they want to do it right. Uh, that, that Now, it's not as clean as it is at the assisted, as you can imagine. There Fair is enough, some sure. bulls that we aren't, you know, but nonetheless, way, you know, leaps and bounds better than it was when it was just, again, being treated as a as basically a furniture dumping ground. I mean, it was, it was 80-plus percent contaminated. Well, sometimes. Uh, so, I mean, it some- was... Uh, Sometimes you set out to uh, solve a recycling issue and you wind up conducting a sociology experiment inadvertently. (laughs) So that's kind of a funny thing. Um, I did want to ask you just briefly, the airport has just, good Lord, the number of passengers we're seeing is enormous. But it seems like, fingers crossed, they did a lot better handling parking this time around. Yeah, absolutely. So it was, uh, you know, I don't think people understand when, when, so week of December 20 to 27, Last year versus this year, 24% increase year over year. That is enormous. I mean, these double-digit numbers, I mean, you know, you think about how many people that is over just one calendar year of time. Um, And, you know, so, again, great problem to have. And we didn't – no one had to park in the grass lot uh, uh, during the Christmas season. A lot of that is thanks to, you know, some inconvenience to the employees. I know we've heard from some of them that, you know, because we had to do some of that employee parking out and that's unfortunate but it's the reality of where we are and so um you know i pull back up at city hall and uh and job number one right now in legislative session is to, to get this airport terminal funded and we also have 400 more spaces coming um outside of that uh, that should be done by this summer so um so yes great progress at the airport and it's it, we're like a broken record now it's you know double digit year over year growth and how do we handle and maintain that yeah, it's hard to fathom at the scale the airport handles passengers with a relatively fixed inventory of parking handling a 24% increase in use. I mean, that's just like, and doing it, again, so well right. uh, this time around. That's fantastic news. We always like to end with a couple of uh, quick, fun, lightning round type questions. First one is, does Mayor Reeves have any New Year's resolutions he's willing to share? 
Ooh, um, no, you know, the same ones I've had for the last few years, you know, go to the gym more and eat healthier, you know, we'll see how long it lasts. Very creative. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I keep trying. Do you you like the box of mystery chocolates? And if it comes with an index, do you use it or you just dive in with no regard for what you might bite into? Yeah, I I, I go right to the index. You know, I'm I'm, I'm only going to get one or two. I got to get I got to get my best options. You know, I got to weigh all my options. You're a maximizer and a studier and a give me the data. I understand that fits perfectly with your personality. I am the same exact way or not even Mr. Chocolates at all. And then finally, uh, how do you handle telemarketers? Uh, Do you even pick up the phone when you don't recognize the number? And if so, if it's a telemarketer, what do you do? I actually, before I became mayor, actually, uh, I picked up the phone more often than not, you know, with numbers I didn't know because uh-huh. I was a reporter, you know, so yeah, I, like, yeah. I don't know who was calling me, you know, uh, that's changed a little bit nowadays. I don't quite pick it up as quickly uh, anymore, but, uh, but I know that the telemarketer calls have jumped up exponentially. I don't know if they, uh, you know, I don't know what's happened out there in the telemarketer game, but, um, uh, so now I'm, I'm, I, I avoid unless I, unless I know for sure who it is. And But if it is a telemarketer, how do you handle that? I will confess, I just hang up instantly. If I know it's a, t- a sales call, I just hang yeah, up. That's what I do. You, you hear that delay, you know, you say mm-hmm. hello, and then there's this delay. Where it goes, once I hear that, I just hang up. I'm out. Yeah, I don't have to say anything. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Mayor D.C. Reeves, uh, good to talk to you again, sir. We'll talk to you again in a week, and uh, thanks so much for the time. All right, guys. Happy New Year. Thanks. Happy New Year. 751 here on News Radio 92.3. If you have a plumbing issue, a leak, a drip, a weird sound in the wall when you flush the toilet, or, you know, uh, just something you don't want in your water system, which is, you know, these things don't heal themselves, call a good plumber. Barberry Plumbing, flat rate pricing by the job, not by the time it takes. So you know in advance what the price is going to be. Okay. That's the idea. No surprises afterwards. 477 87 82 for Barberry Plumbing. Let's get to the points. MasterCard reward points from Pinair Credit Union. Open a new account today and you can earn 20,000 free reward points in the first 90 days. Use those points for travel, merchandise, even cash back. And with no hidden fees and no balance transfer fees, Penair's Reward MasterCard fits you perfectly. Get started online at penair.org slash credit cards. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions may apply. Offer available on new accounts only. See website for details. Ho, ho, ho! The Christmas magic doesn't stop at Jim's Firearms. Hope you had a fantastic holiday season. At Jim's Firearms, they're bringing you a second Christmas. A chance to add a little extra firepower. Elevate your shooting experience and turn those gift cards into something that packs a punch. Upgrade your arsenal with cutting-edge firearms, precise optics, and top-of-the-line accessories. Make this second Christmas one to remember. Jim's Firearms is at the corner of Blue Angel Parkway and Sorrento Road. And online at jimsfirearms.net. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up? (sighs) I'm tired of feeling so bloated. That used to be me. Then I got this. Aligned bloating relief plus food digestion. A probiotic, right? Yeah, it works naturally with your gut to help soothe occasional bloating and gas. Plus, it has vitamin B12 to aid digestion by helping convert food to cellular energy. Two benefits, one capsule. Aligned bloating relief plus food digestion from the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Learn more at alignprobiotics.com. Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way to successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 9 
The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. News Radio 92.3 gets you live programming every day from 5 a.m. until 7 p.m. on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. So you had a big scare up there, huh? Oh, yeah. Want to see something really scary? Morning, 754 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News, and we've got David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines this morning. David? New, new Jersey Senator Bob Menendez now facing some new federal criminal charges in an indictment returned yesterday. Officials accused Menendez of making positive comments about Qatar in exchange for a luxury wristwatch. Jimmy Kimmel threatening Aaron Rodgers with legal action. Kimmel responding to Rodgers after he speculated Kimmel would be on the list of people associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show on ESPN when he said, quote, there's a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, who are really hoping the list doesn't come out. Kimmel posted on X denying the allegations and says he never had any contact with Epstein. Uh, He says they'll debate further in court. And Andrew, in a story that surprises nobody, there's a new study out showing most American journalists are not conservatives or Republicans. What? No, come on. That study study can't be right. The School of Public Communications at Syracuse University found that only 3.4% of American journalists are Republicans. Fox News reports that number is down significantly from the 25% of journalists respondents who reported being conservative in 1971. The 2022 online survey of U.S. reporters also found that 36.4% identify as Democrats. The recent study revealed an all-time high of journalists who claimed to be independents at more than 51 percent i'm rebecca hughes and andrew also in breaking news today water is still wet yeah, back is it to you still sky's yeah. blue sunrise in well, the actually east. it's kind of gray today <laughs> but you know sometimes it's the pope of catholic yeah no <laughs> that's interesting though because what they say 25 percent in 1971 and three percent today identify as conservative that's interesting they, they didn't ask me, you know, I'd be one checkbox on the conservative side, but... Uh, oh, you you know. didn't get the poll? No, didn't I didn't. show up in your mailbox? It's kind of huh. weird, but all right. Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. Yeah, it does go back to this whole issue of, you know, what is diversity? What is variety? What does it mean to represent, uh, you know, the full spectrum of viewpoints? And, uh, you know, why the question, the line of questions for the university presidents in Congress when they were there for anti-Semitism was so telling. They do not even check about viewpoint diversity. They do not even check about religion. And part of the byproduct of that is rampant anti-Semitism because they don't bother to try to make a viewpoint diverse society in which the craziness of, you know, campus anti-Semitism, anti-Zionism, which are not the same thing, but, you know, that that would ever even be challenged. So just wild stuff. Uh, I think we've skipped you for traffic. Jake, sorry about that. Go ahead, sir. No, that's fine. Uh, Not much happening out there on the roadways. We did have that accident earlier. Let me get back over to my map. It's going to be at North W Street and Beverly. Uh, crews are still on the scene clearing that up uh, probably going to be there for at least another hour so if you can avoid the intersection of north w and beverly that would be great for you this morning east burgess road in front of west florida high school utility crews are replacing some poles along that stretch so uh, school is not in session this morning so it shouldn't cause too much of a delay no slowdowns on Cervantes bayfront parkway showing no delays chase street gregory street garden street palafox all checking in clear looks like highway 98 through gulf breeze and navarre is flowing as well if you see anything out there slowing you down you can always call or text our traffic tip line 
888-437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. And by the way, I, I want to give credit to those who to whom it is due, which is, you know, when I was first driving past West Florida this morning, I saw that Burgess, you know, where they were working on the uh, the light poles or whatever, and I thought, oh, God, no, <laughs> on a school day. And then I'm like, oh, wait, it's not a school day. It's just a Wednesday in January when there's no school. And then I thought, that's not by accident. People deserve credit because I am sure, I mean, you asked me to bet on it, I will bet on it, that the folks, you know, in the school district said to, you know, Florida Power and Light, hey, we know y'all got this work to do. This is good, important work for you to do. We appreciate it. Please don't do this on a weekday because traffic in that area is a nightmare every single day. And I'm, I mean... I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb, very very stout limb, I think, and say, good job, school district, good job, FPL, for not doing it because they coulda, you know, theoretically they coulda just done it, you know, in two weeks on a Wednesday, and that would have been unpleasant. Seven fifty nine on News Radio ninety two three. So, uh, you know, well done for you about that. Oh, uh, Dave Chappelle walked out of his uh, concert recently because somebody started recording him with his phone. You know, that's his rule now that you cannot record him while he's performing, which I think is smart. Number one, it prevents people from infringing on his copyright. He certainly has the ability to tell people not to record stuff, uh, and uh, you know, and to produce things later for people to come to the concert directly. Also, it avoids him getting quoted out of context, which he certainly doesn't want to be out of context. Either. You're listening to News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Free's Milton, Pensacola.